All right. Welcome back to What's the Line. Today is Thursday, March 30th, and we've got the Masters a week from today. Hello, friends. Uh, as Jim Nance <laughs> once said, Easter <laughs> Masters weekend. Excited for it. This is, I feel like, I don't know if you guys can agree with me here. That's uh, the first kind of sign of spring. Absolutely. You know, spring happened a couple of weeks ago, but you know, warm weather. It training. also snowed yesterday. It though. did do that. So that was odd. Chicago summer is almost here, and this is the reason we live here, right? Yeah, this is definitely the beginning. So we're going to talk all things Masters related mm-hmm. today. And we're super excited because we've got a golf guru on the pod. My friend Christian's on the pod, and it's going to be great. Well, I wouldn't, wouldn't call myself a guru, but uh, excited to be on. You are today. Maybe a gambling yeah. addict. <laughs> the golf guru. There's a stat sheet currently pulled up right now. He's a he's a guru. Yeah, exactly. Paid for weekly <laughs> because of said addiction. <laughs> we love. We it. all gotta have vices, you know. We we fully support it though. It's definitely coming in handy today. It's controlled. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're super excited that the Masters is already here. And this is going to be a crazy Masters because all the guys are back together. Yeah, the, the, the tours collide, they the say. Tours. I know it happened last year, um, kind of tail end with the Live Tour and all that. But I feel like this is the first official Live PGA Tour coming together. Excited to see the Live guys. I don't have CW cable subscriptions, so I've not been watching the Live Tour. <laughs> You know, we can go controversy aside. It just seems great to see all the top world players, you know, come together and play. So we're going to see guys we haven't seen in a minute. Yeah, first Masters with the Live and the, and the PGA Tour coming together. The yep. first major was the U.S. Open last year when the yep. when Live and when Live actually existed. Right. So. Yeah, I think that was like it was slowly picking up, but I feel like the drama and then the full swing documentary that came out on Netflix oh, really yeah. amped it up as well. A lot of jarring back and forth, so I'm excited for it. Yeah, early on, there's a lot of question on if these live guys would actually be able to play in the Masters. Right. So it's yeah. excited to right. see the they, best of the best competing. Because what, they're for playing sure. three days three days on the live tour, right? And it's like yeah. every other week compared to PGA where they're going weekly, four days, you know, seven Yeah, no cut, right? I don't think yeah, there's no, a cut. No, no cut. cut. Yeah, it's yeah. team-based, right? Yeah. yeah still stroke play. Or but... on full swing. Yeah. So... <laughs> It's definitely see. I mean, I don't doubt the guys that are world top golfers. I mean, they all played in PGA Tour beforehand, but you never know. I think it's going to be interesting just because now it's been a while. And so I'm curious. They just get so much flack, right, for being on the live. And so now is that going to mentally affect them at Augusta? Yeah, I mean, there might be people chirping on the tees and all right. that. How are the fans going to react? I don't know. Yeah, it might be more Augusta's bit. Um I wouldn't say stingy, but it's a little bit oh, more mellow for yeah, sure. right, environment. So maybe that won't be as bad as a say US Open or a PJ Championship. Definitely. I think another question about the live guys is they're only playing they have eight eight events a year. So they're not right. playing, you know, they're playing a very modified schedule versus the PGA guys that especially with the new elevated events, they're kind of pretty much required to go to all the, the big events, the Arnold Palmers, yeah. the waste management. Right. Um and they they Played a lot from January to March, so they're yeah. Um, I mean, golf season like, is in full effect. Right. He's playing every week. I oh think yeah, this is his first off week, right? He's not even playing. Yeah, he played the yeah. Arnold Palmer. Yeah. A lot of the, the Florida stretch, the yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's exciting to see. Like I like the elevated status of these events. So yeah, I yeah. Just, 
I have personal takes about how boring some of these PGA tour guys are. Um, <laughs> you know, I want some more scumbags. The lift swipers are back to spice it up. Yeah, they're Which, back to spice it up. This morning, I was thinking, it's so nuts that they're all going to be back playing together. And then I started thinking, like, God, what if one of the live guys wins it? Because the Masters is just so PC. <laughs> and just pristine about everything that they do and their message track is just so like mm-hmm. positive and no drama ever and so the fact that there's a chance a live guy could come out and win it i think would be nuts yeah and i mean dj won two years ago so, right i mean you see dj sit 22 to 1 cam smith 20 to 1 there's some legit players and legit contenders here and they're yeah. three times the odds of John Rahm, Rory, mm-hmm. Scotty Scheffler. So it could be some value there for some of the live guys. I think for sure. Yeah. I, I'm glad you mentioned Cam Smith because, yeah, so he's the live guy with the best odds to win it. And last year, before going to the Masters, we recorded a pod right here <laughs> with our friend Scholes, and he talked all about Cam Smith. And I placed all these bets on the Masters, and I won two bets. <laughs> One of them was – Cam Smith to finish in the top five after the end of the first round. Then the other was Tiger to make the cut. So I'm all in again on that Cam Smith bet because Schultz was betting it like all year last year. And I haven't touched it since Cam Smith's gone to live. So I think it'll be fun to have him back. And I'm definitely going to ride that bet again. Yeah, no, I like Cam Smith a lot. I mean, we saw him win the Open Championship last year, had a strong major record last year and was arguably the second best player in the tour last year <laughs> yeah and you see him at odds and he hasn't been playing well on the live tour but he's you know three times the odds of Scheffler, Rom, Rory who you know Scheffler and Rom are both playing exceptional golf but should they really be one-thirds the odds of a Cam Smith that was the second best player in the tour last year won the players won the open championship I, I like the Cam Smith bet a lot. As well. Yeah, yeah, a lot of value. Yeah, a lot of value there. Like I said, I haven't watched him a lot just because I haven't watched Liv, but I definitely yeah. don't like Rom or Rory. I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons betting on those guys in majors. <laughs> I know Rory in the Masters is a huge storyline trying to get that Grand Slam. Yeah, um, and he's got the best odds to win it right now. And you said what? We'll fall to fat, right? The, the first one the best odds hasn't won in what? No favorite hasn't won in the last decade. So, and that sucks because I really did want to back Rory here because it's just such a good story. Do the traditional leave Thursday, Friday, and tank Saturday and just play. Uh, and then bet him top five on, on Sunday morning when he's seven strokes yeah. back that yeah. Rory at five to one to be top five he'll bet for that top five exactly just hell of all this time <laughs> oh god yeah so I don't I don't think I'm gonna be touching him with the odds to win it that's for sure but while we're at it let's talk about some of the top guys mm-hmm. so we've got Rory up there you mentioned Scotty he's at plus 750 Rory's at plus 700 Rom, we got it plus 850. That was another name you mentioned doing really well. And then following up them, we've got Spieth, Smith, and JT. So I think that this is a cool year just because there are really big names that have been playing really well. Who are you guys looking at? I mean, I the big thing for me is I'm I'm always just striking Rom and Roy from the record. Scotty Scheffler is just playing outstanding golf, even though he's the most boring human being on the earth. <laughs> Um, you know, watching. Oh, so me, he's just so boring. So he's a great golfer. Like, 
He's like, he's married, he's from Texas, and he's, he's a good Christian. <laughs> charity, like, Baltimore Spice. I don't care. Like, I don't care. He gets a tax refund. Right, exactly. <laughs> you're marrying your high school sweethearts. Like, you haven't changed, man. Like, I don't care. But, like, regardless, anyways, of all that personal, like, this spicy drama, he's just been a stone-cold golfer. I know he lost in the semifinals for the match play against Burns, but him just bodying day on 17 with that par three right there to like a, like less than a foot. Absolutely insane. Like he is one of those guys that will not ever go away. Yeah. And he does not fade away right. that often. And he's just been playing outstanding golf, you know, through and through. So yeah. you know, of the favorites, I do like Scotty Shuffler. I like him too for the same logic. Last year, he won the match play, then went into the Masters and was able to win it. So yeah. I think when he's hot that close to another big tournament too, that's when he is, you know, on a roll. For sure. And I know he didn't win the match play, but I think given where he finished, he'll be coming into the Masters ready to go. Yeah, I mean, Scotty Scheffler, especially when you see him up there with Rom, it seems like every time they go one-on-one, it seems like Scheffler gets the best of him. Yeah. That being said, I think. Do you think John Rahm is the best golfer in the world? Okay. Um, you know, You're speaking. like, I am backing Rahm. I'm not going to touch anyone below 10 to 1, just not not my style. But of the top three, John Rahm, I think, has been the most consistent golfer. There's a stretch where he won five out of nine tournaments mm-hmm. right after he won the Genesis. I think John Rahm's the best golfer the world in the world. I think Scheffler's right there, but Rory has no business being seven to one on with Ron and Scheffler. I think you're right. Uh, I feel like it's that Grand Slam effect, basically, where like he really wants it, but at the same time, like I feel like that's counterintuitive, where he's just gonna just added pressure. Yeah, just added pressure and all that. It's like Phil in the U.S. Open. You get that. It's that last Grand Slam title that just always lingers over their heads. Right. Yeah, it's been for years. It's been yeah. I think he's had a chance at finishing the Grand Slam since 2014. And- yeah. Hasn't had a lot of close calls. I mean, last year, I think he finished tied for second after holding it on a Yeah, but I feel like he was never in it. One he's had. And he was never in it. Scheffler, yeah. Scheffler four-putted oh, from yeah. three feet yep. to win by 30 last year on 18. Uh, so, yeah, it, was, it was really, there was no chance that Laura was winning yeah. that. But I think yeah. the, the best he got was 20 to one after he holded out. Don't tell me how to, how to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, because I took it. <laughs> Wow, yeah, that's wild. Well, okay, I so you said you would not take anybody with less than ten to one odds. Is that your? I typically my favorite range to bet on golf outrights is typically around the thirty to sixty range. Oh, Um, that's where I tend to see the most value. Hit Siwoo Kim earlier this year at fifty to one. Nice, Um, but lock. But this year, (laughs) lock. Yeah, but this year, or in general, the Masters has you know smaller field. They have a lot of. Every former winner is eligible to play. Mm-hmm. So you get a lot of, you know, 56 year old Bernhard Longer, yeah. Sandy Lyle, a lot of guys that really don't have a chance to win the tournament. Mm-hmm. Right. So as a result, you get suppressed odds and you see a lot of guys yeah. in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a couple of guys I like, Cam Smith and Max Homer, are down the, the 20 to 25 range. Okay. Okay. He, he's been, I mean, I know he won. He won the Genesis, right? I believe he came in second, second at the Genesis. Second, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's been playing exceptional playing golf. golf. Good golf. I yeah. consider him the right now he's playing he's probably he looks like the third best golf in the world behind Ram and Chef for it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think he's due. Great, great short of personality. That's another good uh yeah, that's the face <laughs> finally. Yeah, the face of golf from, <laughs> from the social media. Yeah, side exactly. So what are his odds at? He's at twenty five to one. Okay. Uh, he's been playing exceptional golf. 
Uh, I was talked out of talk taking him 60 to one earlier this year. Okay. Um, some text message proof to back it up. But <laughs> I wish I took that, but I still like my 25. Yeah. Years, the way he's been playing. Um, and I was looking up at the course breakdown, five of the holes at a golf star from 450 to 500 yards. So you really need kind of a good long iron player and mm-hmm. home is number one in the field from, from that range. Um, so one of the best long iron players on tour and really like home is odds here, even though he's at a, He's had a tough history here. Last three events, two missed cuts and a uh, 48th, which uh, you know, Augusta is big on course history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, despite that, it's still like home at 25 to one. Okay. Yeah. I think I you mean. convinced me on him. <laughs> I didn't even have him written down. No, I, I like, I like Palma, but like, you know, Augusta is definitely not like a driving course. Like it's definitely greens and, you know, wedges and all that. Right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Talk about how hard greens are. There's, you know, false fronts. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little bit in the prep we had here. Like Christian, you said that it's a lot of right to left. A lot of right to left, yeah. Second hole, part five, right to left. Uh, you think about 10, the hole that, you know, in 2011, Rory was leading the Masters. Mm-hmm. Went went left there, overdrew it, and yep. tripled. Um, yep. Ended up taking him out of contention. Bubba shot on 10. Um, yep. You think oh, about yeah. that all, but um, 10, 13's a draw, 15's a draw, or a fatal for a lefty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So guys that can hit the ball right to left and, you know, known as some of the fastest screens on tour. So yep. looking yeah. up, um, you know, stats on who's the best on these really fast bent grass screens. You see Patrick Reed, former oh. champions, number one. Should, yeah. I don't know how, like, how much I like Patrick me. Reed. Uh, Harris English, too. It was there the year he won it. Isn't that uh, what yeah. a year to be there? Yeah, you got a, a very likable, a likable guy. Huge, you know, like Justine. Guy. Oh yeah. yeah, and then my sister went the following year, and Tiger won it. So yeah, so, <laughs> so who won that? <laughs> Tough to say. Yeah, not great. It's really not. Well, you went to Augusta, so yeah. I like and I was there for Scotty, so it it all. It, so was she though. So. so you you and her are both flexing on everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, other people are really strong on um, you know these fast bank fast screens. So you're looking at the top top five: Reed, Harris English, who's a long shot. I believe he's at one fifty to one. Rom, Jason Day, who's playing incredible golf. He hasn't gotten it done recently, but he has several top tens. Um, he's all the way down to I think earlier earlier the series at hundred to one to win. Mm-hmm. He's right now is at twenty two. I was shocked by so, that. I couldn't believe he was that low. Like, yeah, what? tough to touch him at that number, but he's playing incredible golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And then Jason Kokrak wraps up the top five of, you know, guys that putt well on extremely fast greens. Um, Neiman's up there as well. Burns is just a good putter in general. Same with Sam yeah. Shoffley. Yeah, so I I really, really like Burns. He won the match play, mm-hmm. right? And then it, at the Vals bar, he finished in six. There were as no other common denominator besides him in those two recent tournaments. And so I feel like he's the hottest guy coming into this tournament. And the fact that his he's not higher up on this board kind of surprises me. So I'm going to be all over him. Yeah, I'm with you. I, Sam Burns is a guy I bet a lot. He's just, oh, really? he's, he's a winner in general. Yeah. I mean, he's played yeah. on 45 tour events mm-hmm. ever. He's won five of them. Yeah. Um, so he, he's a guy that just goes out there and, and wins. Yeah. Um, whenever I see him at, you know, 40 plus odds, whenever I see, you know, Justin Thomas, 20, like over 25 right. odds, those are guys that just totally they just, they're winners. Yeah. So the other thing I looked up beforehand, so we had said the stat of no guy that's been favored to win has won it in the mm-hmm. past 10 years. But the other stat was no odds higher than 50 to one 
has won it in the past seven. So then I looked up the average odds to win it. And it's so interesting, the range you're betting, because you are so spot on. The average odds to win it are 44 to 1. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the guys right now that are plus 4,000, it is Sam Burns. Yeah. So I'm I, like, I was freaking out for the podcast <laughs> because I was like, I'm betting all of these guys. It's Sam Burns, Matt Fitzpatrick, and Matsuyama, who won it two years ago. Yeah, and he typically plays extremely well here. Yeah, plus 4,000 yeah. for these guys. I'm going to be all over these guys. And the fact that Sam Burns falls into that and just did so well in the past two tournaments, he's a no-brainer. Yeah, I love Burns there. I love Neiman there. He's another guy that, you know, an exceptional iron player, which, you know, you have a lot of these long par fours where you need to hit a, you know, you got to hit a five iron into the green and, Neiman's a great long iron player. He's a great putter. We haven't seen a lot of him be on the live tour, uh, but he's one of the one of the best talents in golf. And I agree. I really like that, you know, 30 to 50 range. Yeah. Um, this guy like Neiman up there, um, Fitzpatrick, Sam Burns, Hideck US, you know, he won two years ago. Okay. Um, exceptional track record at, at the Masters. And um, yeah, fully agree. I'm not gonna be touching those, yeah. you know, seven to one <laughs> golfers, but gonna be right. hammering this twenty to fifty range. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like that it. range. Yeah, I agree. I mean, those stats that we busted out there, my favorite's one. And then I nothing know. above fifty to one, like that's that's crazy. Right. But and it I mean helps above, it, down. it does. It does. And I that's it still leaves a lot of guys. It does, but it still narrows it down from a way bigger field. I think it's really helpful, yeah. yeah. Before the Masters starts, you, you want Rory to win. Yeah. You want to touch Rory, <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't trust the man. I know. It's so sad that I want to. But, yeah. Now, okay. So, all right. So, Homa, I think we're liking. Rom, we're liking, despite Riley's opinion. Burns, Matsuyama, Scotty. Yeah, I mean, I still think I still think Scotty, given how well he didn't match, we talked about him getting hot. Anybody else we're looking at? Or are those our main? I like Corey Connors. He's, you know, I'm not typically, you know, long shots don't really win the Masters, but I mean, he's had an incredible Masters history here. Top six the last year, top eight the year before, top 10. Wow. Um, And he, he can be had for 80 to one. Um, another guy that he's traditionally not a very good putter, but but when it comes to fast greens, he he's exceptional and he's a top ten iron player in the world. And irons travel anywhere, depending yeah. no matter the course. Definitely. Good good long course player. Augusta is one of the one of the longer courses. Uh, I believe it plays at like seventy five, seventy six hundred yards. Yeah, they've extended it a little bit. Yeah, they've tire proofed it, yeah, and, awesome. uh, as they say. And yeah, I think um, Corey Connors is one of the better long shots. Uh, I think Brian Harmon as well. He had a he was 14 last year here. He can be at for 150 to one. Wow. Um, and he's a guy that it seems like every year he's in it. And then yeah. not, not the masters, but in majors, he's kind of a guy that shows up in big tournaments. Um, so me, might not throw him at 150 to one, but if you can have, you know, whenever they release the top tens, right. I think he's a good top 10 bet. You could probably have him at, you know, around 10 to one. Yeah. I like that bet. All right. I feel like we cannot keep going on the pod without talking about Tiger Woods. Wouldn't be able to call a podcast without it. It wouldn't. Because <laughs> we're here for the stories. Exactly. So, Tiger's odds are plus 5,500. <laughs> Not looking great. No, but I said earlier on the pod, I took him to make the cut last year, and I'm probably going to do it again this year just because I like it. 
I want him to make the cut. Short field. I mean, he's competitive too. I think what he was barely close to making the Genesis. Yeah, he made, he made the cut but, of the Genesis. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing about Tiger is his irons. They'll always hold up. Yep. He, he gained two and a half strokes on the field. Um, iron play. I mean, the irons are still there, which, you know, I think also travels. Good putter. Um, the fast screens that we've been talking about. Um, but yeah, he hasn't been playing much. I mean, he's, his plans to play, you know, six events a year, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's probably not going to play the U.S. Open. It's going to be cold weather um, up in upstate New York mm-hmm. in early May. Um, it sounds like he's only going to be playing six times a year. So um, it'll be interesting how it plays out. But it will. good signs of life at the Genesis. For yeah. sure. And well, and he's made four out of his last four uh, out of his last five cuts. Yeah. So, I mean. It, when he decides to play a tournament, you know, he's all in on it. He yeah. Full full attention, um, just given his limited play. Maybe it's a couple signs of rust, but he's still he's still got the irons. He's definitely got that wire that he always has. He's always got the competitive thing yeah. with it. Like, oh, his body's yeah. breaking down and all that. Like, he's getting older, but, like, he's always going to be around. Right. And so I think making the cut is a pretty solid bet. Yeah, right. depending on what and, the odds are. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. We gotta wait. It's it's annoying right now when we're recording for everyone. We can only see the odds to win it right now, so we right. can't see top five, top ten, or any props. So, you know, a lot will come out later, and we'll keep you updated for sure. But I think that's something that we'll all be taking a look at. I feel like he can't go out. Like he wants to make the cut. It's the image thing too. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's ever like, missed a cut at Augusta, but last year he yeah. played. He's only played, I believe, two events since the Masters. He came in forty seventh last year, so <laughs> he, he made yeah. the cut. He did. He did. No, thirty eighth in the past, and then the year before he, he won it. So, so there you go. It's been four years since that, but we'll see it's not that he's only 47 <laughs> yeah it's been a weird sports year so far so we never know what we'll see totally totally okay sweet all right well i think that's all we got so let's do a quick recap just to make sure we're capturing everybody we've talked because we're talking a lot of players and this is gonna be a long list but i think you know as we get closer we can keep narrowing it down but so far i'm trying to document who we've liked so we like scotty at plus 750 given that he just played well in the match play i mean he won it last year so that's a great one we like rom well christian (laughs) plus 850 even with the dad bod (laughs) even with the dad bod tell me all (laughs) i'm not hating the dad bod i'm just saying (laughs) cam smith Really like him at plus 2,100. And I'm definitely going to take him, like I said, first day to finish top five. Got our live guys, you know. Sam Burns, probably my favorite pick that we've even talked so far at 40 to one. I like it given that that is the average for Masters winners and that he won the match play and finished sixth at the Valspar. I think he's super hot right now. Homa, we talked about at 25 to 1. Corey Connors, we talked about kind of a sleeper pick at 80 to 1. Neiman at 50 to 1. All right. Matsuyama was another plus 4,000 guy that I really like, giving you one two years ago. Brian Harmon, 150 to 1. Okay, yes. That's kind of a long shot. That's, you know, Caroline mentioned that we haven't come out with the top five, top 10 picks yet. Uh, but when those come out, that's going to be something that's going to be top of mind. Uh, finished 12th in 2021. Uh, lefty. 
Lefty. Uh, lefty, which, you know, we were talking about earlier, the right to left shot shape is really important here. I mean, that's found several holes, especially the par fives, you know, getting some strokes there. And lefties have done well in the past. We saw bubble one twice. Yeah. I think they'll have success yep. here. Uh, yeah, what are, what are Phil's odds after this? Phil's 200 to 1, which, I mean, he won won a couple of years ago at 250 to 1 at the PGA down at Kiowa. So. Damn. Well, you never know. You never, never know. know. That could, never, that could never be the true the sleeper. Yeah, I can see Caroline taking, <laughs> taking Phil at 200 to 1. So. I mean, he could just lay nice down a bet for himself because he's a degenerate gambler. Yeah. Oh my God, he's probably already bet most of his live money away. No, it happens. His 400 mil or whatever it's, it is. Yeah, 200 million. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, 40 million of it was paid down once he got his live bonus to go pay off debts. Yeah. <laughs> After he cleared the debts with the mob, you know, it, uh, good to go. Or Vegas. Jesus. Oh my God, it's insane. All right. So we may or may not add him to the list. But I really, I really like this list. I think that that's a good group of guys, and we'll have to see what the odds come out as for top five, top ten, and then the, the by day finishes. I think are always kind of fun too. Sure. Cool. And honestly, your sleeper picks might be good to bet for just making the cut. Yep. Yeah. I like yeah. That. Corey Connors. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Well, because I don't have all the lines right now. You should follow along closely on Pickets because that is where I will be posting all of the picks I'm taking. And you can download Picket, use code What's the Line, link your sports book, and you will be able to easily track all of your bets during the Masters as well. And also, even copy bets that I'm making on Picket and posting about. So, Definitely download it. It's been super fun to connect with the whole Picket community. Almost to a thousand followers. Nice. That's super hype. That's awesome. So I know. So seriously download it because I love interacting with everybody on there. Definitely check it out. Again, use code What's the Line and the link will be in our podcast description. So do that. And then last thing I have for y'all is. We are running for now the second year. We just started this last year, a master's pool. And this pool is so fun. I had an absolute blast doing it last year. It might even be more popular than our March Madness pool, which also exploded this year. Holy shit. (laughs) So, yeah. So I'm hoping we get as good of a turnout for... This pool, essentially how it works is there are six different divisions and you get to pick a guy within each different division, call it. And how it's split up is based on odds to win. So for example, you couldn't pick probably both Rory and Scotty because they would be within the same division. So what you'll do is you pick six guys and how it works is it will count of your six guys, the lowest four scores. And at the end of the tournament, it will add up those four scores and lowest score will win. So I'll be running that this year. I will post the link to it on our Instagram. So definitely look out for that. We'll do $20 entry again, just like March Madness. And you'll be able to Venmo me if you shoot me a DM. So that's everything so slide in the dms slide in the dms is what i'm saying slide right in (laughs) (laughs) 
Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, Christian. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah, this was an absolute blast. And I learned a ton from you and your site. <laughs> so that's really great. Good luck with your yeah. master's picks. This will hopefully be a betting year unlike any other. Let's hope. <laughs> I've never done well in these polls, but you know, it's, it's a fine. new year. It's, it's a new year. It's, it's fine. fine. Go Sam Burns. Thanks for listening.